0: Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to See the Sunrise. This is episode 28. See the Sunrise is about seeing Christ in your everyday circumstance and situations. It's about inviting him in and allowing him to shape your day and to shape your life. And that's what he does when you fully commit yourself to him. A lot has happened over the past week. And as I asked God what to focus on today, it became clear as i had a number of people calling me about the unrest that we experienced in our nation over the events of january 6 2021 they can't believe all of the events that took place at the nation's capital and moreover you know some individuals lost their lives because of it those i spoke with were experiencing emotions such as frustration anger stress anxiety panic and more as I listened to their concerns, and they were everywhere from telephone calls to social media, I asked the Lord, how do you bring comfort in the midst of a storm? And it was an easy answer as he took me to a familiar text to help guide us when there are periods of unrest. It is understandable that such events would cause emotional pain. As I listened to those expressing their disturbing these disturbing feelings, I asked God, how can I encourage What do they need to hear and where can they find it? His answer was simple. They're looking for peace. That's what they need. That's what we need. It's what we want, peace. I understand this more than I'd like to admit as I've suffered with my own periods of mental or internal unrest, but God showed me the way to peace and it is from and through him that peace is attained. So what scripture did he take me to? Where did he guide me and others to the peace that he speaks of and the peace that he gives? He took me to the book of Mark, chapter 4, where he quieted a storm that was raging while on the sea. And he was crossing over to the sea. He was crossing the Sea of Galilee. Let me read just a few verses for you. It comes from Mark, chapter 4, verse 37 through 39. He says this, or the Bible says this. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awakened, and say unto him, Master, thou carest thou not that we perish? And he arose, and rebuked the wind, and said unto to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Jesus had been out on the lake teaching prior to this event. He had shared several parables, and parables are just simply stories to illustrate a moral or spiritual lesson. But he had shared several parables, and the crowds were gathering because they wanted to hear him. Afterwards, he told his disciples, let us go over to the other side. That's why they were on the sea. As they were going, a furious storm or squall arose, and the storm was so fierce that the waves broke over the boat. Now, Jesus was in the stern. and The stern was considered the strongest part of the ship and one of the safest parts of the ship. While this virulent storm was raging, Jesus was asleep. The disciples were so frightened by this storm that they went to wake Jesus up. <clears throat> While all of this is going on, <laughs> The disciples fear. You can see that they're afraid. Their conversation says, when they woke him up, they said, don't you care that we're perishing? Jesus is simply trying to sleep. You hear no fear from him. You hear no anxiety from Jesus, no panic, no expression of depression or anything. Maybe a bit of exasperation when he spoke to his disciples saying, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared him exceedingly, it says, because they said to one another, who can this be? He speaks to winds and the sea and they obey him. We can gain great wisdom from this story. First of all, Jesus is humanity. His physical body was tired and he needed rest so he, could, so he went to sleep. His weariness may not have been from physical exertion, but emotional and physical pouring out. Think of it. All of these people, there were so many, they had to go out into a boat because everyone was crowding upon him. And that can be mentally and emotionally exhausting, not spiritually, because he continued to teach. He had been teaching and multitudes of people were following him and wanting to hear what he had to say. They wanted to experience or see the one who had performed miracles and whose teaching was just simply not of this world. He had religious leaders plotting against him. Huge crowds following him, his disciples who didn't quite get him, and who knows what else his thoughts may have been. Maybe he was thinking about his mission, but no matter in that mission being that he came to save us and to be redeemed as the spotless lamb, maybe that's what he was thinking about. Maybe that was tiring him, just all of those concerns, but no matter what may have been on his mind, Jesus was still able to sleep. As the events of our world continue to unfold, There are those just like the disciples calling out to Jesus. Don't you care that we perish? And I hear Jesus first asking the question, why are you so fearful? And how is it that you have no faith? Notice Jesus addressed the problem and then he addressed the disciples. He took care of the unrest first and then he made it a teachable moment. Jesus first spoke to the storm but then turned to the disciples with a greater message, a greater teaching. When the disciples cried out to Jesus, the scripture said, Jesus got up. Notice it didn't say he hesitated. It didn't say he was groggy. didn't say he said, what could you possibly want? I'm tired. It said the scripture says, Jesus got up. Notice something here. The disciples asked Jesus, don't you care that we perish? Jesus didn't answer. He did, Jesus didn't ask them what's wrong. Because he already knew what was wrong and immediately he addressed it. He spoke to that which was causing the turmoil in the hearts of those who he called to be his disciples, his followers. Jesus knows before you utter one word what troubles your heart and what is causing you distress. It's like those times in the middle of the night and you know something is just, it's just. Just twisting your heart, and you just call out his name, and all of a sudden you experience this overwhelming peace. He wants us to call out to him, but he also also wants us to have faith in him. Nothing was going to happen to the disciples as long as Jesus was with them. Hear that, saints? Nothing was going to happen to the disciples as long as Jesus was with them. His Father, the Lord God Himself, had had an appointed time. For Jesus and that was not the time. Just knowing Jesus is with you can put an end to any storm that you're facing. Jesus is not asleep and he is attentive to the cries of his people. Yes, he does care that we perish. That's why he came. He came to redeem us and offer us everlasting life, but it takes faith. Faith that believes he is able to to quiet the storms of your life. There's something else the Lord was showing me through this story and over the events of January 6, 2021. When Jesus and disciples were in the boat, Jesus wasn't concerned about what was going on outside the boat, but he was concerned about the response to what was going on inside the boat. He asked them, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Don't miss this. If you want to experience peace, if you want to escape stress and panic in times of distress, you must be careful in what you allow in your eye and in the things you hear, what you're listening to. When you have your television, when you have your television on throughout the day and you continue to hear the ongoing fighting, opposing opinions, news perspectives, and op-eds, you're opening yourself up to unrest. God's word cautions us to take heed to what you hear, what you listen to. What you hear can impact your mind and lead you to a place that may or may not be reality. Additionally, keep in mind that if you have young children around, they too are listening to what's being said or played out over and over again, and they're watching you. They're watching your actions and your reactions. Christians have a responsibility. We are called to be light and we must examine ourselves to determine if our actions truly line up with the Word of God. Over the holidays, I liked listening to Christmas music, and some of that music included rhythm and blues. I thought it harmless and really didn't think much of it until I found myself humming some of the words throughout the day, even though I had long turned the music off. Some of the songs were quite harmless, but others were suggestive, And as I listened to the words, I thought to myself, what are you doing? What door are you opening? What truth is really in these songs? And I found these seemingly harmless melodies were beginning to influence some of my conversation and actions. Keep in mind, brothers and sisters, we are sojourners in this land. This land is not our home, and if we are not careful will be sucked into the vortex of the enemy just as Adam and Eve were deceived in the Garden of Eden. Things may appear harmless, but if you look deeper, you will understand that Satan has a greater agenda, and that is to pull you away from the love and devotion of Christ, our love and devotion to him. So let me get back to why I started this conversation. God wants to help you escape the mental wranglings that seek to rob you of your peace, and the way to do it is to be careful. Deliberately pull away from the things of the world. Be careful who you listen to and what you're listening to. Hearing helps us to connect to the world, but hearing from Christ helps us to have peace in the world. Remember, the things we hear influence our actions. These songs I listened to kept playing over and over in my head. It reminded me of the scripture found in Ephesians 6 and verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness, wickedness in high places. My spirit and my flesh were wrestling for, the affection, for my affections, and I had to fight and fight hard to pull away from the allure of the devil, the familiar, my flesh. I'm glad Jesus won. Brothers and sisters, let us not succumb to worldly influence. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We must shed the old outer covering and put on the new man, the one God created us to be. And that renewing comes from the knowledge we gain through the word of God. May you have peace today. And in all that you do, and in all that you experience, I hope and I pray that you would allow Jesus to step into your situation. God bless you until next time. May you always see the sunrise.